Hello and welcome to Straight From The Off, a podcast based around the amateur football scene of our fantastic city of Liverpool. I'm Michael Watson and each episode we'll bring to you a local footballer, past or present, who will share their stories of glory and despair with us on Straight From The Off. So like I've said on previous pods, uh, 2022 Straight From The Off is sponsored by Leduso Activewear Clothing. We've partnered up with them for 2022. Um, go and check out the social media stuff and the website. They've got some great stuff there for active and leisure wear. Really top-notch gear, so check out the lads. And this episode is sponsored by a local grassroots footy team who've got a message to send out. So it's FC Entry BVB and their message is a no, no more knives in our city campaign. So what they're doing is the under-10s, they, uh, they want to keep this cause in the public eye. And what they're trying to do is educate all the kids and, and all the parents on the rights and wrongs it's been sent over by Barry, Paul Davis, the manager, and the chairman, Paul Freeman. And basically, they want, they want to get the message across that last year, 450 children aged between 10 and 15 were cautioned or arrested with knife crimes in Liverpool alone. So 150 of those kids were aged 10. So it's basically, these guys want to spread the message and positivity throughout the culture of football and grassroots that... No more knives in our city is what basically everybody wants to be standing behind. So what they're going to do is they're going to um, go down the route that Arsenal did in the FA Cup. They're going to get an all-white kit with no logo and it's just going to say no more knives on the front. They'll also be putting it on the social media stuff, banners at games, flyers uh, to be put at the cars at matches, games and training. Basically check out NTBVB. They are uh, a great little side and, and a great group of uh, parents and kids up in the Aintree area. Check out the social media and stuff. And thanks to Barry for getting in touch. Much appreciated. So today's guest, who it, we've been chasing for a while, but he's been that busy setting up his coaching stuff. And that's what we're going to hear all about after we've heard, obviously, about his younger days and his playing days in, in the professional game. So welcome to the show, Dale Jennings. All right, Mick, nice one for having me on. Brilliant, mate. Made up to get you on. I know, obviously, you've been busy and stuff. So, as I always started, Dale, straight from the off, how old were you when you first started playing footy? Who did you play for? And what team did you support? Um, I was seven when I first started playing. Um, and I was playing for the Grapes, just off Belmont Road. Yeah. Um, and I support Liverpool. Oh, great stuff, mate. Another red. So, what what are your early memories, mate, of uh, being a little seven-year-old keen to, keen to get involved? I think I started a little bit late, to be honest, Con- no, considering like the the age and how the kids are playing, um, I was just playing in the street with my mates and uh, my best mate's dad ran a footy team. Yeah, so he said, uh, "Get in and see what you like." And I played in goal. Um, funny enough, started off as a started cat, yeah. off as a keeper, yeah, um, and then started playing as a striker. I think the first game I played, I scored seven up top. Um, how many did you let in in goal in your I first know, game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turned up as a keeper with no goalie gloves. So one of the, the, the I think it was the kids' Mars had a pair of gardening gloves in the back. So I had a pair of gardening gloves on in goal. Um, and then since then it was just a striker playing every week. I can just picture you now one of the in goal with a pair of marigolds on dish dish gloves. So obviously, so what? Why did you say? Why did you think? Oh, I'll just go and be a goalie. Was because you weren't used to footy and you just thought, oh, I'll do that. Yeah, I was quite new to it, so I didn't know if it was good enough or whatever. And he just said, "We've got us. We need to keep it. Where you going?" So I was like, "Yeah, it's winning goal. I think it's conceded at the bar nine. Yeah. Um, the week after, I said, "Didn't enjoy that." He went, "Oh, we'll tow you up top then, and then just start from there." Do you know what I mean? Score loads. Of, what they'd have to do is put you in goal first half, so you let in let in five or six, and then put you yeah. up front <laughs> second half to get them back. That's it. So when you were playing up front, um, obviously everyone loves scoring goals, don't they? And uh, you know, being a bit of a uh, 
bit of, bit of a hero because that was certainly my thing when I was a kid. If you if you go and get the goals, like you know, you feel like you're contributing and, and making your team win, and, and you know, it's all all a boss feeling. Who was like your um, who was like your idols growing up? Then who, who did you there? Uh, obviously, Liverpool fan. Who, who who did you look up to then? Back then, it was Torres yeah. at the time. Torres I used to love Torres. Wanted his boots. Wanted everything. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, Torres was the man with any back he in the day. Some player, really, yeah. So at Liverpool, watching him and all that, I just wanted to be. And I found when he put me up top, I thought I'm decent here. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at doing something I like doing. So, um, yeah, just found the love for the game playing. Yeah, boss. So what were they called? What was the what was the team called? The grapes. The grapes. Yeah, sorry, the grapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the grapes. So, um, what league was you in? Can you remember? Can't remember the league now. Can't remember what league we were in. Um, on grass or Astro then? It was grass. Yeah, yeah all on grass. Yeah, boss mate. So we. Uh, as it sort of developed then, school, like junior school and all that, teams, what what what, uh, what schools did you go to? Yeah, I went to New Park on Kenny, on yeah. bowler, um, playing for the school team then, just every time you see me, I had a ball at my feet, but as I said, I, I thought it was a late starter, like seven, that's quite, I get kids in now, we were five playing footy and running around, running circles around people. Um, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? So seven was quite late, to be honest, and then a year later, I signed for Liverpool, so only playing for the year before I signed for Liverpool. Yeah, straight, straight in. So, straight into it. So, Playing with the the the, the, the um, infants and juniors have teams. Did the junior junior? Side no, I don't think so. We just used to play on the, the playground, you know, on break time and all that. Yeah. So then, Liverpool senior, obviously playing for the grapes. I'm, I'm gone decent. Yeah, I was playing, and there was a scout there, an Everton scout, and he was watching. Another, no, we went, sorry, an Everton scout come and was speaking to me after the game, and um, and another scout, Arthur Edwards, his name was yeah. at Liverpool. He came over, and he'd been sent to watch another kid from the other team. And um, seeing me play, stole the show. I stole the show, yeah. yeah. So he he came and had the way with me. And was like, when he's come to to Liverpool, so he had Liverpool and Everton. They wanted to sign me, um, so a bit of a tough one. Yeah. So what what are the basic? What did he say to like like your parents? Like yeah, you know, we like to look at we like to look at your lads. You wanted to, um, you know, both on the same night. Are they sort of vying for your? Uh... Yeah, yeah. We were getting phone calls off them both Liverpool, Everton, um, and I was. To be honest, when I was a kid, I was an Everton fan. I'm a Liverpool fan now, obviously, but so I, I wanted to go to Everton. Yeah. Um, my granddad and everyone's all Reds. Um, so in the end, I decided to go to Liverpool, but I couldn't get there. Um, so they said, look, we'll do like a thing. We'll take him, pick him up, bring him back. So that was a bit of a, a deal breaker, to be honest. Yeah, it's a full, yeah. See, it shows how keen they are to get, if what, what they do think are the good kids, they like bend over backwards to get them in. Yeah, yeah. Also, Obviously, been at Liverpool from a very young age. Then, so, so who, who was your year group? Who, who, did we, any of them make it pro? Any anyone with the first team? Yeah, there was a few. Like Conor Cody's playing. He was in my age group. Flannel. Yeah, he was there. Um, I think that was it. Really, out of our age group, that that went on to do something decent. Yeah. Um, both of them England internationals. Yeah, yeah. You know, both uh, both called up for England. Obviously. Cody's still in in and around it now, isn't he? But uh, even Flannel got the uh, the call up, didn't he? Off yeah. his 2014, 15 season. Yeah, yeah, he done well. I think when he first, when I first when he came in with us, he sort of struggled a little bit. But then, a couple of years towards the end, he was flying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. he done well, Flannel. To be fair, yeah, boss. So um, senior school. What a, what a, what about that? Where did you yeah, go? Broad Green. Broad Green. Yeah, have Broad a Green. decent side. Yeah, we did. To be fair, it, you had the likes of Ross Barkley and that in the year below. Um, we had a decent side. To be fair, but then I was in and out of that because I was a little shit in school. 
Was je, ja. Ja, ja. Ja, dat is een beetje een so if we was being naughty, and that wouldn't be playing and that, so. Right, so no preferential treatment for being a bit of a, no, uh, no. an up-and-coming footy player, no? Yeah. Well, should be over Yeah, really, of course, yeah. yeah. You can't expect to do what, whatever, you know what I mean? And then uh, get everything you'd ask for, you know, on the pitch, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I always remember that picture at uh, Barkley and Anfield with Benitez, when he, what, did he win the Echo Cup or something? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a, like a maroon kit. Is it where he looks about 19 and yeah, everyone looks yeah. about 10? Yeah. That's <laughs> the picture. Yeah, he's probably he still had big massive traps and a big head then. <laughs> flying. But, uh, so, in and out of school team, but obviously when you were playing, um, uh, uh, good lads there, any, any of the lads playing the uh, amateur or semi-pro now that no, you went to school not, with? No, not in my age group, no, it was only me really. Yeah, it's, it's mad the way these people just stop playing. Yeah. Like that, so, so how long did you uh, stay at Liverpool for then, mate? I was at Liverpool for about seven or eight years. Um, I think I left when I was 15. Yeah. Um, I took about a year out, year and a half out, out of footy. Completely, just not even with your mates? Or? Not playing at all, no. Just yeah. going out with my mates, just doing what I wanted to do. And then, because I played from such a young age and it was so strict and everything, I thought I missed out on all that growing up. Yeah, yeah. It's like a dedicated yeah. dedicated life, innit? Yeah. And and your parents, they... they they deserve all the credit, don't they? Getting you to games and getting taking it all over the shop, and, yeah. and, it, and it impacts on their sort of social life, don't it? As a as a family as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it was tough. It was just non-stop. Um, so I left school and like year eight, year nine, and went in full time with Liverpool. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you were doing the education stuff? I was doing education well. at the academy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, playing older and was in there every day, going at nine o'clock in the morning. We're getting home till you know three o'clock. Um, so I was still I was still missing a lot. A lot of stuff with me mates and that because I was just constantly playing footy. So I sort of felt like I needed a break. Yeah. Um, I was just acting up when I was around the club, just wanted to be out, not wanting to play footy. So what what sort of happened there then? Did, did they release you or did you did you leave your own accord? Or? Yeah, I kept, they were sending obviously drivers to pick me up um, and I just weren't turning up. Um, so they pulled me in and said, listen, this is your final warning. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And just carried on doing what I wanted to do. And then in the end, he said, we're going to have to let you go because... We rate you here, but we can't keep sending people. You're not turning up. You're not dedicated yeah. and stuff like that. Why did you think that was? Looking back at it now, what was? Did you think you didn't take it seriously, or you didn't really want to do it? What What was? Where do you think the sort of that attitude sort yeah. of came from? Possibly a bit of both. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I went, as I said, dedicated, but I thought I had a bit of an arrogance about me because I knew they rated me that I at the club. That I was just doing what I wanted to do. Yeah, so um, basically just trying to it. get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Then the realization it's uh, you, you've released, and then what you've just said, then your own admission, you took a bit of time out. Did did you not consider going looking for other clubs or listening to offers from other teams to, to go and um, have a go with them, or you just consent to basically yeah, was, live your life? For? Yeah, I was just happy to just do what I wanted to do and have no plan in my life, just yeah. running around with my mates doing what I wanted to do. Um, until Arthur Edwards, a scout, got in contact with me and said, You need to get back into it, you're too talented to not be doing nothing. So we said, i got a couple of clubs here that want to have a look at you. Um, so I went to Derby County, went there for six weeks, yeah. stayed over in digs and everything, just wasn't for me. I don't think they wanted to sign me, to be honest. Um, went to Everton, they didn't want to sign me, and Blackburn, they didn't want to sign me. So he said, we've got one more to look at, and it was Tramia. So I went, yeah, go on, sign to go down there. Went, they put you on a six-week trial. I think after a week they wanted to sign me, so I was like, yeah, it's only over the water, so it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. So 
when you got the call to go to these clubs and obviously you're not playing that much footy, did you have to like think to yourself, right, I best go and do a bit of you to get fit because I'm gonna turn up and you're gonna probably run the legs off me, see what I'm like, you know, get your touch back, yeah, back in style and that. And did you have to go and do a bit or did you just rock up? No, and play? I just turned up. I didn't, didn't even have no boots on. I just turned up. I was like, got no boots left on my boots at the club. Do you know what I mean? Um, out of footy for a year and just turned up like. Again, that was down to me, just thinking I'm going to turn up here. And he said it weren't, it weren't your ability, it weren't, it weren't, that's why we haven't signed you, it's because we've heard what your reputation's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that I think that's why I got knocked back as a kid. So do you, do you think you had to go into them situations and proper wild them with your attitude, you know? Yeah. Or, like, they obviously know you've got the ability, do you reckon they're just over, like proper hawking you, your attitude and, you know? timekeeping your application and all that yeah definitely I think that's what it was um, and I don't think I really realised that till I went to Tramia and I thought this is my last chance yeah if, if I don't do nothing here then that's me done yeah um, so how old are you here 14 15 I was yeah, 15. 15 16 yeah signed for Tramia when I was 16 yeah so you've gone over who was the gaffer at the time uh, at Tramia yeah I think it was John Barnes you know was it yeah he took over McAteer yeah Um and then Sean Garner was like the youth team and a fella called uh, Kenny Shields. Yeah, yeah. Like a, uh, Irish fella. And they liked me as soon as I went in. But I was disciplined, you know what I mean? I was like, this is it. This is my last chance. So I'm giving it everything. Um, as I said, signed after like a week or two. And then... Um, so what did he sign? You know, like schoolboys? Yeah, it's... Or like, uh, or like a pre-white Well, I signed under 16, so I think I'd done like a year and then got a two-year... Is it a white tea, is it? Yeah, yeah like scholarship. Or scholarship, or yeah. yeah. It's all changed since, yeah. since my day. Like. So, yeah, I got that I had a scholarship. <laughs> I was in New Bay College, me eating chips. On my dinner and that playing for the uh, college team. But, yeah, the scholarship, white teas, then scholarships and that, and, like further education and all that type of stuff. Yeah, that's So, you'd have to do a year um, as basically uh, as, a, as a scholar, yeah, as like, yeah. a, as like a, a schoolboy type. Yeah, thing. yeah, and then signed a two year. Yeah. I think that was a two year scholarship, yeah. Yeah. And then after my first, my first year, I, sat, I think to sign the pro then. Because you don't know me find out, do you? So you sign the pro yeah, at the end yeah. of your two years. So you'd actually played for the first team, though? I you weren't a pro, but you no, had, no. Weren't, weren't a pro. Yeah, it's yeah. mad the way that can happen, like, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was a bit of luck, to be honest. One of the lads got, I think we were playing Charlton at home, and one of the winger, Sam Morrow, his name was, got injured. And I was just like, I'd never played as a winger in my life. And he's, he's shouting me, I'm like, what? Um, you're going on left wing, went on and just done well. Yeah. Ever since then, I was a winger. Yeah, it's mad how the uh, the opportunities present themselves and, and my mate Paulie Brown, you probably played against him campy in the Oyster and that. Um when he was at at Samia when we were kids, it was uh, Brian Little was in charge and we went to watch him, he were playing did he play in Wimbledon? Was it Wimbledon MK Dons? Yeah, yeah. And he got his chance, he come on, he were winning two nil, he brought him on left mid and like by his own admission. You know, you do well in that first game, you're flying, and you come on, I think he clattered someone, got a yellow card, stayed away, then he was worried he was going to get sent off, and it's sort of like, it's fine margins, isn't it? You, you come on and, and do well, and they're like, hell, who's this kid here? Yeah. Where's he come from? And it could have been the same for Paul, he, he went and played further games, obviously for Tramier and that, and in the Football League, but, you know, it is fine margins. So, how did you go from sort of going in there at, at the youth team level up to... Rezies and first team, or did you skip the Rezies completely? No, I was playing bits of Rezzy football as well. Yeah. Um, but a, a few lads got squad numbers before me. It like some Max Power and stuff. He, yeah, I think yeah. he plays for Wigan or Sunderland or someone now. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, wow, what's going on here? Do you know what I mean? I should, I should be playing before any of these, I'm being honest. No disrespect to them at the time. Um, so I sort of thought, nah, this isn't for me yet. I'm, I'm getting overlooked. And then 
all of a sudden went in and got a squad number, I think it was 21, something like that. Um, so I thought, all right, chance, yeah, we'll get on, started training with the first team, and that was doing well. I can't remember the, the assistant at the time, um, something low his name was, yeah. and he loved me, just always get get him on the ball, get him on the ball, and when I was getting on the ball, I was doing something flying past right-backs who have been playing pro for years, you know what I mean? Um, so then I got put on the bench and all that, I thought I might have a go here, but it was a bit unexpe- unexpected to come on, left wing, obviously I was playing as a striker all my life, so yeah. didn't have a clue me where to be, and I just Pro- went, just went out there just doing yeah, what I wanted to do. Probably done you good that, yeah. because you're having a... Um, your shoulders haven't been drilled probably in like defensive formation and you've just gone out there without any like inhibition haven't you and just yeah. just just played like like a striker cheating on the wing probably yeah yeah I was just playing off the cuff doing what I wanted to do um, so I think that sort of did do me well um, I didn't the atmosphere didn't phase me do you know what I mean I felt like the more fans were there I I, I rose to the occasion yeah, type thing yeah 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 loved it so after you've uh, you've done well there are these shorts of thinking Right, we need to tie him down now. This kid, because obviously he's not signed on a pro yet. Someone else could sort of come in and nick in and, and, and pinch you. So, yeah. what, what, uh, how does that process go? Did he just give you a shout to call you in? Did he have an agent? Or yeah, at the time he had a David, uh, a David, an agent called David Reeves. Um, he was from Sheffield or somewhere, and he he was looking after me boots and all that, like sending me all sorts of clothes and all that. Um, off Adidas. Uh, I played my second game. I think at Bristol Rovers. I think scored. On my first debut, worldy of a goal as well, um, and I think a few days later they pulled me in and offered me a pro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how that happened. So and sort of got a pro two weeks after the main debut. Yeah, it's mad that. So you weren't even you weren't even a pro, just a, just a young kids early, and then do well in two games, shout you in, and then you sign it. So uh, how do you how do you sort of know, you know, what to be asking for? Obviously, your agents put you in the right direction, and is he saying right if they offer you this? You know, if they offer you X amount, we'll go with that for however many years. So, what was what was your contracts uh, in length? Yeah, signed a two-year deal. Two-year, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. If, if they're saying, like, if he says, right, if they offer you a year at this much, we'll take that. Or if they offer you two years at this much, uh, are you just going off his advice, basically? Yeah, because I didn't, I, I sort of, you, you know what lads are on, do you know what I mean? You know, people talking and all that. So, I've gone from being on 50 quid a week to being on... Yeah, enough ten times that, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was like, I was made up. I was like, yeah, I'll sign it. Yeah, I'll have a go um, with that. Yeah, because I don't think I want to be here long anyway. Yeah. Um. So then a few more games goes by, and then I think they offered me something more. I would think when once the interest started coming in, they were offering me more money, different contracts, and all that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 football, and it. I think they wanted to tie me down, and then once they realised the, the the interest from the type of clubs they were getting, they wanted to sort of start throwing all sorts of things on the table. Yeah. So. What was it that MK Don's game where you where you just had an absolute worldy? Was it that yeah, scored yeah. two and made two? Yeah, I was playing against the MK. Carl Robinson was the gaffer there. Yeah. Um, he he had me when we were at Liverpool. I think under Nans or something. It yeah, was. He was a coach there. Yeah. He? yeah. He was so good, good amateur player. Him, you know. Was he? Yeah. 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 He played for like Lucas Sports. I had to go. I think he had to go with Nicosia and that. He was a yeah, decent yeah. player himself. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, turned up against them and knew he was the manager there, so I was like, sand, whatever. Play, come, come on, scored. No, started, sorry. Um, scored. Um, got brought down for the pen. Scored again. And then set one up and we won 4-2. Probably the, one of the best games in my life, to be honest. Um, yeah. And he was going to me after the game, going to sign you. You know, we're, we're, we're taking it in and all that. And nothing yeah. came from it. They threw a bit of dough about, didn't they, at, at one point, MK? Like, they were a big... They were. A, I think yeah. we were in League One. They were a big... Big side in the league. Um, 
you only have to have a look at the players like how man was playing and all that, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, some top players there. So were you are you sort of thinking then at this point? Oh, no, this is half easy. This you know. If I'm being honest, yeah, the, the shorter the higher went, the higher I went. It was you know I found it easier to play. Um, yeah. Felt like I was getting more time on the ball, playing against big players who were slow. I, I was nippy, quick, flying yeah. past players. Better every, pitches, isn't that? Better pitches, yeah. Playing in front of two or three, four thousand fans every week. It was it was decent. Yeah, boss mate. And then um, that worldie against Plymouth when you you know on a bit of a uh, yeah a mad a mad dribble was it? Do you want to explain explain to us that? Yeah, I, I nearly scored about a similar goal five minutes before. The right back kept getting tight to me, so I thought every time I'm going to spin him here because you can't keep up with me. Um, took her past him and just carried on running with her, scored. Um, but that's the way I played, do you know what I mean? I, I want Technically, he was a good player, but I wanted to run with the ball, do you know what I mean? Take players on, be exciting, get fans off the seat. And, um, yeah, great goal, weren't it? Yeah, boss, mate, boss. So that's what obviously draws attention to the, uh, the big clubs and that so who was um, who was sniffing around you know, and was it did you get to know that through Tramia or was it through like your agents or just other players or I found out off the manager after they'd been declined to the offers to be honest yeah. um, West Ham and Everton was one of the uh, they were the two clubs that came in for me but my agents at the time I told them that I didn't want to move um, but I only I only found out this after the transfer when they had shut. <laughs> so that was in the January, was it? Yeah, yeah. January, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, so you didn't you, you weren't uh, you weren't so what what you'd think if you'd have known what would you would you have went for it? Yeah, think? of course. Yeah, I think out of the two, I, I wanted to get out of out of the city to be honest because we're still getting roped into all sorts of things with the lads going out still doing yeah, yeah. what I wanted to do. So I thought if I go away and just concentrate on my footy, I'll be all right. Yeah. So when I found out about West Ham, I was gutted. Um, but he pulled me in a couple of days. Why didn't you want to go? And I was like, no one's told me. He hasn't, hasn't no one mentioned it. I went, no, I, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. So obviously I'm there then for another... Um, and he and probably, like, no disrespect to Sammy, they probably could have done with the dough as well, couldn't he? You know, yeah, West Ham are going to be offering them decent dough. They were struggling. I, I know they were struggling financially, Sammy, at the time. So I'm surprised they didn't try and get into me to get me to move. Yeah. Um, I think after them, he performed a sort of... Took a bit of a hit because I was thinking, Have you missed your chance? Have I, mi- have I missed? Am I gonna? No disrespect, I loved Sammy at the club, was great. I got looked after and all that, but when you get chances like that to play in, in teams like that, do you know what I mean? You've yeah. got to take them, so yeah. So then, um, for obviously from things that I've read and seen in the past, that obviously you, you, your story at the time was all over the paper, weren't it? And I remember what one thing that caught me, I was saying, like, how much, um, did your man was involved as he sort of. When you played against him, was he like, oh, "I'll lose this"? Like, what's happening here? I- I'll recommend him to. Yeah, he, he spoke to a fella, um, Christian Nailinger, his name was. He was like the director of football at Bayern. Um, he said they've got a player here, um, so I think they sent someone to watch me. Um, obviously, like a few weeks go by and all, and I get a phone call off off this Nailinger saying we want to sign you. That was weird, wasn't it? But I spoke to the manager before it, the, the Sammy manager, but I thought he was sort of thinking it's one of them, you know, things going around and all that. And then when I got the phone call off him, I knew it was serious. They were like, we three-year contract, we want to offer you this, that, and the other. Do you want to sign? I was like, yeah. And I'm coming over, do you know what I mean? So I just went from there with it. Mad. So, so did you actually speak with that man? Yeah, yeah, I spoke to a man. Um, he was in my agent's house. I got a phone call off my agent saying, man's here. Want to see it, so I've walked in, her man's sitting there with his feet up on his table, like... <laughs> what about 20 bits for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, and he was speaking about it, saying, I think it's a great club for you, you get looked after, um, 
you're at the right stage to move and you're going to go and sign and do this, blah, 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 do you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah. yeah. And then we sat there and had a bit of a conversation about it and um, he said, it's a good, it's a right fifth, yeah. Um, the culture, everything, I think it'd be good for you. So I was like, yeah. I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even take a second thought. I was like, you, you, there's no way you can turn that down. No, no, no way. No, it's impossible, mate. It's impossible that it did it. Bayern Munich are like an absolute juggernaut in world footy, aren't they? Yeah, however, yeah. however you want to look at it, and a, and a club that like probably in Germany they, they probably don't like them, but no no one dislikes them. You know, yeah. around the world that they're massively respected as, as you know. However, they do it the fan ownership and all that, and the low season ticket money and all that. They're just like just a juggernaut, aren't they? Of uh, of German footy and world footy. So obviously, Haman played for Bayern, didn't he? And then uh, was it like one of them a bit of a, a late developer? Went and played his best footy elsewhere, but has always been highly thought of at at the uh, at Munich, yeah. And obviously with the uh, the Germany setup and stuff. So when he spoke to that Neil England and said, "You know, I want you to have a look at this kid. He've obviously took his um, his knowledge of footy and gone right. Well, let's let's get in touch and, and and get him over. So how did it sort of feel? Uh, and what were you, you know, after you've said, yeah, I'm coming, did you, was there a point where you thought, shit, yeah, like, what, what, what happens now, you know, like, what happens now, my family, me, like, what, how did it, how did it work out, so what was the, what was the sort of setup? Yeah, no, I did, I thought, yeah, I'll sign, um, it's all right saying it, yeah, and thinking it in your head, this is what it's going to be like, and then you do your lives when everyone's dropping it off at the airport and you're getting on the plane <laughs> yeah. on your own, cheers, a bit. <laughs> cheers after, and you're in Munich on your own, um, I think I think in reality when I was over there in the hotel on my own, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no family or nothing. Um, how old was I? Seven, 18, 17, 18. Um, always lived at home and all that. Didn't know how to cook. So, um, on the bratwurst, like that yeah. big, 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 massive hot dogs and <laughs> big, big, big steens of lager. Uh, I got on a tram one time to go to train. I went the other way. And I was oh, sitting sure. there thinking, I'm sure it's only three stops away. I've been on this for about six stops. Oh, and then stop. clicked on, I was going the wrong direction. You know yeah. what I mean? So, didn't have a clue. Um, the club sort, the, the club looked after you a little bit, but they sort of just left you. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really, obviously, I didn't speak no German. Yeah. Didn't have a clue where I was. They looked after you in terms of your hotels and they sorted out you got a place and all that. But, mm. Was a bit of a bit of a strange one. So when when they you're you're negotiating that deal and, and you're gonna go there, are they saying to you, right, this is our plan for you, you're gonna go um in with the U team or in with the Resis with a view to getting you in the first team. We want you to do however many lessons are German and, and did they say like we want you to learn German within a year, eighteen months or or did did you have to like still do education stuff when you were there or they were in a time limit, really. They, they did say, like, we need you to learn German. We need you to take the culture in and everything. Um, so they, they sent a tutor out to me um, two hours a day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I was doing that for about six months, and it was just no closer to learning German. Really, you know? No. But I was injured at the time as well, so I failed my medical. Um, yeah, I read that. Yeah, was it a hernia, was it? Or yeah, he had a hernia that I didn't even know about. Um, so that when, he, when they're doing it, he went, he's got a hernia, so we're going to fail a medical. So my agents at the time said, well, if you're meant to have the best medical team in the world, then you're just going to fail him on a medical. So in the end, he said, yeah, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll sign him. I've said it, he was out for three months, came back, trained for a week, and then he had an area on the other side. Oh, wait, so really, yeah. at the time, you should have done both sides. Um, yeah. So before I kicked the ball, it was like five months out there. Do you think if you'd have done that medical in England with, a, with a, obviously a lesser club, for instance, say you'd gone the championship? You might have just fl- flown under the radar, the injury, or... Possibly, yeah, because it's not like a massive thing, like it's your, your knee or, like, your, you know, 
you're struggling with, you've got previous injuries. I, I didn't, I've probably playing with her for months, you know what I mean? Yeah, and didn't even know. stuck the finger in there and was going, you've got an hernia. Yeah, what's and this? As soon as stuck the finger in, I was climbing the ceilings, yeah, you know what I mean? What's this here, yeah? The gauze breaks, done it? And it's just a little egg, the little egg pops out. Oh, that's yeah. horrible, even just thinking about it. So obviously you're injured, you're frustrated, you're getting, you've got some fella, some some tutor, um, teaching you German, or trying to teach you yeah. German, like you said before, you, you from your own admission, you might have been a little bit of a shit in school. Did you find it, like, overwhelming? Was it daunting, the, the situation? I felt like I was just sitting there and she was talking to me and I weren't taking nothing in. Just, like, this, this two hours nearly done, you know what I mean, waiting for it to go. I said, I just about to speak English, never mind German. Yeah. Um. So I, I didn't really buy into it. And in the end, Andrea Shankar, his name was, he was from Holland. He was our coach, boss fella, by the way. Um. He just said, we'll all speak English. So yeah, just concentrate on your football because I can see you, you're somewhere else. You're not here with us. Yeah. And I think since we took the step to do that, everyone just sort of like sort of lost a bit of respect for you. And was like, right, he's yeah, over yeah. here. He's not. He's not taking learning a language. He's not. Yeah, you hear the grief Gareth Bale gets now in yeah, yeah. Madrid, like five or six years in or whatever, don't you? Saying he won't do interviews in Spanish. He won't learn the culture. I know he's off playing golf half the time. Yeah. Like, but I can see why. So, so you felt probably that there was, was, was there many other foreign kids there? You know, from other parts of Europe and stuff no. like that. No, there, there was lads from my hostel and all that, but they they speak German. Yeah, speak they? German anyway. Yeah. Um, so then, basically, did you think they might have had the attitude like, who do you think he is? He's not. Yeah, he's not trying here. Where do I, I, you know? I'm I'm away from home. I'm getting on with it. Why, why is he getting like sort of preferential treatments? We yeah. got to speak to him and. What, what was it like for sure to the banter and, and the thing with the lads was it, obviously it, uh, it's a million uh, it's a million miles from home whether it's well, however many hundred miles thousand miles whatever it's not it's not Liverpool is it no know? no the, the, the banter was alright if you want to get involved I was quiet and I'm still I'm a quiet lad in the dressing room and I'm quite quiet but you sort of, you're there something and you'd understand it and you'd have a little laugh and he'd look at you thinking what are you laughing at there yeah. he hasn't got a clue what we're talking about Um but I used to just take the piss. I started getting involved and just adding the lads' boots and you know what I mean, like just yeah, asking about, about bringing yeah, a bit of the just bringing a bit because if you don't, you'll just you find yourself just getting sort of last in the corner and sort of yeah, forgot about, about yeah. yeah, yeah. So what was the um, what was like the level of training, footy, and what, what was the the difference in the weather even? The weather summer was nice, um, quite similar to ours. It was you know the winter was bad though. Like you you, you would get some. Bad, bad conditions in the winter. Yeah. Um, like minus sixes and all that. Like it, it was quite bad the winter over there. But we always in the winter we 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 go away. So we'd, we'd either be in Italy or Turkey or somewhere a bit warmer for a few weeks. Lovely. Lovely. Um, but all the facilities, like the, you know, you had the Astros the under under underground heating, heating and all yeah. that. So you'd never miss training and you'd, you'd always be there. Was the facilities like off the scale compared to what you? Yeah, you'd, you'd, used you'd, to? you'll never. The the best facilities you're gonna play in. It was, they were unbelievable. Um, you just find yourself sitting there thinking, like, how am I lad off Kenny sitting here in Munich? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's crazy, even just like trying to get your heads around it. So, what about um, sponsorships, endorsements, and that? Would he like, you know, there's an English kid here that we might be able to market with like Adidas into you, giving you gear or anything like that? Or would he, would he with Adidas then, Munich? Yeah, Adidas own uh, 5%. Um, oh, so does Ardy yeah. as well But I signed a Puma deal At the time Went to Manchester Done a big thing on me and everything um, I think it was like three years I signed The length of my contract with Bayern 
So they they give me all Puma stuff, allowances and what they were going to pay me and everything. So I signed a bit of a decent contract with Puma. Yeah. And I came over with all my Puma gear on and one of the fellas went, no, 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 Adidas only. And I was like, I'm sponsored by Puma. He was like, no, we'll sort that. So in the end, I was getting, just they to sort me all Adidas stuff. So we had to cancel my contract with Puma. No way. For the deal to be put through. Yeah, because obviously Adidas is German and it, but the... Um Remember they kitted out like the whole national team had to wear Adidas at the same time, the yeah. Copa Mundials and all that. And uh, obviously, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like uh, Klopp wears Adidas now, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got Ultra Boost on on the yeah, line yeah. while everyone's got the uh, the Nike on and all that. And and it just must be the the heritage of the German yeah. German thing. So how are you finding once you've got over your uh, your hernias and stuff and you haven't played for it? Uh, did you did you struggle getting back up to speed, or were you straight? Did you feel sharp more or less straight away? No, my fitness took a hit with it. To be fair, I've never been one of the fittest ever. Like pre-season, you'll see me at the back of the you know the running, running up more I'll be at the back, about twenty minutes behind the lad who's in front. <laughs> Come the sprint, and I'd always win it. I've always been the fastest in all the sprint and test. Every club I've been, I've been the quickest. Um, so I'm, I'm I've got a different type of fitness. So if I'm if I'm out for a few weeks or a few months, it's going to take me a while to get back up to it. So uh, I did take a few weeks trying to get up to speed with it and all that. But once I got back in there, I felt sound like the, I didn't feel out of place or not. Yeah. So what, how did you find the standard compared to the, the other lads similar age? The standard was good. Um, most clubs have been that. I've always been one of the best, better players. And there I felt like, you know, on the same everyone was sort of on the same wavelength. Even like younger kids coming through, they were technically unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so the standard was good, to be fair. And even... even in the second team, but you'd have lads who were like 23, you know what I mean? So it's not like under yeah, 18s yeah. or under yeah. 21s, you'd have older players playing, you know what I mean? And then lads who are playing in the first team drop yeah, down keep, and they play. Keep the, um, they keep them there for, for years, don't they? Some people, like the career would be playing for Bayern Munich too, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, the whole career, they, they could stay there till like 28 or something and yeah. then eventually they'd go and have a go in like their version of the championship or something. They, they, they just... They stay, don't they, with the clubs like that? It happened in Real Madrid and all that as well. They just they, they stay forever, yeah. you know, within, within the clubs. Well, I didn't know much about that because I thought when he said you're going to go there, so, you know, the second team and all that, I thought it was going to be all young kids. But then I was turning up and he was lads with like beard, big beards and like how old he was, like 26. And like Schwansteiger's brother played there. He was older. I think he was older than Schwansteiger. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit of a mad one. You had older players there and then I'm full of younger players and a bit of a mix, but... It was good. It was a good standard, to be fair. I, I was surprised by it because I thought, oh, I'm going to go there, be there for a few months, be back in there with the first team. And yeah. So it didn't really work like that. So what were the, a few of the all, um, the like buying legends, are they sort of in and around the gaff? Did you ever see like Gabe Muller and that and, you know, all all that type of uh, yeah, legendary, yeah. legendary uh, the bomber and all them? Yeah, funny enough, I've got a, a bit of a funny story about him. I was in the sauna one time and he's, he's just bounced in, but not on. Yeah, in the right. sauna, so I'm sitting there. Oh, that's why they call you the bomber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my fellas walking in the sauna, and our next minute he just starts having a piss in the coal. Boss. And I'm looking at him, so I go out to one of the lads and went to his dad, and he was like, you don't know who he is, and all that. I'm like, no one told me who he was. This big legend all-time, German goal scorer, and, yeah. or whatever, and I was just like mad. But I was looking at him thinking, it's just, just like he owned the place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he probably does, yeah. yeah. Brilliant, brilliant that. So um, how, how are you finding... It? The sort of progression you're thinking, right, I've got, I'm doing all right, I've got a chance to go there or go there or a team with the first team or 
the stars that were sort of in and around the club at the time. Yeah, not not much at the um, in my first year. Nothing really happened. There was sort of the steady, um, and then towards my second year, things were happening like you, you know training yeah. with the with the top players and getting little look-ins and pre-season friendlies and stuff like that. You get a call to go in and play with them and stuff. Um, international duties when the lads who aren't you know, in the squad or they've been injured and they're sort of coming back, you play with them in pre-season friendlies and stuff. But yeah, yeah not much. More towards the second year, I was getting a look-in. Uh, and then when I found out I wanted to leave, they, 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 I thought they'd want me to go. And they were like, no, we don't want you to go. Stay for, I'd done two years there. I had another year left on my contract. And then Guardiola came in and they were like, just wait to see what the new manager thinks here. And I was like, no, I want to go. I was like, I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so did you just want to get back and, and sort of play first team footy at the highest standard that, that you could? I just wanted or to be back you, in or, England. Or was it that hard just being, being you know, a scouser in Germany and, and not, not knowing the uh, the lingo and that and the, and the culture, basically? Yeah, uh, that's what it was. I just being over there, do you know what I mean? I just wanted to be... Be back in England, around people who spoke English. Yeah. Um. I weren't the standard. I weren't going to want to come back and be playing the championship or whatever. It was just like we we let clubs know that I wanted to come back, and then we had the interest from from yeah. quite a few clubs to be honest to come back. Um. I would have been happy going back to League One, League Two, just to sort of build build it back up again because I've been out the country for two years. Um. And then we had a good few offers, so yeah, went from there. So it it was um when when. Guardiola's come in. It, it was it was sort of the stars of the first team. Then around that around that time, you, you like your Robins and Liberties and yeah, or Philip Lam. What was he like, Lam? Yeah, he was he, for me. He's been he was the best player there. Yeah, um, technically unbelievable. Technically, yeah, he was always just four steps ahead. You think oh, he's, he's a step ahead, but he was like four steps ahead. Yeah, you can never get close to him. You think because of his size and his pace and everything, but he was just next level. So anyone from your sort of the resis there that went on to be regulars with with the first team now. Yeah, I think I think there was two. Pierre Hoiberg, he's at Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, and Emre Chan. Yeah. Is he at Dortmund or somewhere? Yeah, I think he's at Dortmund now. Yeah. yeah. What was he like, Chan? He was all right. A bit arrogant, but he he was all right. He went too too thingy, but he was a good player. Very yeah, good he, player. He, he was technically was technically good, but he used to have like. Little brain farts for me, you know, as a, for the centre midfielder, he'd, he'd switch off. Yeah. But he had moments in him of like, of, of brilliance. Yeah, you'd see stuff you do and think, where's that coming from? Because he was big and you wouldn't think, but strong on the ball, technically good, good vision. Yeah. Quite quick as well, to be fair. Uh, had you heard of, of any other young English kids going over to Germany at the time? Because obviously it's a big trend now and it's, and, and it's reaped the rewards for the clubs, haven't they? They, they? You know, they're willing to pay big money to get the youngsters over there to sell for big money, basically, yeah. going forward. Was, was, you're probably the first I can remember that that's gone from like a youth a youth level. Any others that you that you knew of? No. Um, after that being, you did see a lot going over because I was constantly getting tweeted, the next Dale Jennings is going to be a flop. Constant messages on Twitter and everything. Like I was like, give the kid a chance. You know what I mean? He's 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 seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, going over there, and yeah. he's already killing him. No one knows like your story, what you've had. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, injuries and and whatever. But um, so then you you made up your mind. You you leave and you coming out. Was it sort of like an heavy heart, or was it a bit of a relief? It was a bit sad because I sort of I was starting to enjoy it, but then I wanted to come home so. I just, as I said, I would just wanted to be home and be around family and yeah. back to 
back to the English way, so to speak. So you got home, you've got you've got a few people to speak to. How does that sort of pan out? Oh, it was good. I was surprised by like the interest they had because obviously it being off the scene, um, and it was good. Like so, Huddersfield was in contact. Barnsley was one of them, and it was good. I was just happy to to be back. And you sort of thinking, is this going to happen over money? And because they said if they're going to pay this amount, we'll let you go. Do you know what I mean? So you're thinking that yeah. them clubs going to pay like? So did they did did uh, Munich want dough for you? Yeah, yeah they yeah. said yeah, you can go, but we, you know you're not going for nothing. Yeah, they wanted two hundred fifty grand for for me to go. Yeah, uh, don't let this conversation or whatever they want to call it, but and then Barnsley paid it. So yeah, brilliant. So. When you left Tramia, did they have to, they had to pay the, was it a fee or a compo to Tramia because of your age? No, they paid a fee, yeah. Yeah, so it was, that was like, was it half a mil going up to, could have been up to like two million credits? I think it was 1.9 mil it was going it's to, if, if I made it. so many appearances and and whatever, but I know it was a big help to, to the club at the time because they were struggling, so. Yeah, definitely. So then Barnsley have stumped up the cash, who was in charge at the time? Uh, David Flickroft and Mickey Mellon. Oh, right, yeah. Mickey Mellon, eh? Still going, still going now. Back, yeah, back I, at, uh, I met them in a hotel to be fair, and everything he was saying. I think they just lost John Stones at the time. Yeah, he said we lost our best player. We want someone to come in and all that. And um, thingy was like keen on me to come in. Yeah. Spoke with Huddersfield the day before. I think it was before Barnsley. Um, and the money they were offering weren't great, so we spoke to them and it was like double enough double. Do you know what I mean? So. Not that that was a bit of a thing, but they sort of they was more keen on bringing the end, me in. At the end of the day, doubles double meets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double is double. That's it. I, see, I read a thing the other day about Alex Song going to Barca, and he said, as soon as they said they put the contract in front of me, they basically said, "Look, you, you're not going to play as much as you played at Arsenal, but you're playing sort of key games where we need you." Is the contract? He went, "Boosh, I'm signing yeah. that." And you, you know, at the end of the day, it's a job, isn't it? It's a it's a job and it's a short one yeah. at, at that. So you've you've got to you've got to uh, take the, the best contract offers me unless it's it's something that's completely suited to you somewhere else. So obviously it's not that far away, is it? Barnsley or or other fields where what wouldn't have been the the uh, certainly not as far as Germany. Like so, what do you uh, you'd have to move up there and that gets get somewhere to stay? Yeah, I moved down there. Um, lived around the corner from the club, the ten minute drive. So. Even coming back and forth to Liverpool, it was only an hour and a half, so it weren't too bad. Come down most weekends and yeah. after the games and that, so it was sad. What were the um, What were they like with you? Was they giving it all that always? This kid from Bayern Munich, you know, just you know the banter having a laugh about it. Yeah, I still get stick about it now with all the lads. Yeah. Just all Bayern Munich and all that, like giving me all sorts of shit. But um, as if it's a bad thing. Like, I know. Yeah, you sort <laughs> of feel. You know what I mean? Um, sure, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I believe it, Bayern Munich. But uh, every club you go to, you get it, and all fans, even kids shouting, now want to play for Prescott Cables. Um, you used to play for Bayern, didn't you? Can I get a picture and all that? And it's all young yeah, kids. Boss, and the FIFA, so the FIFA generation. Good. Yeah, yeah. What was your rating on FIFA that they shout me? Like? <laughs> <laughs> what was your pace on FIFA? Decent, yeah. Boss, yeah. so uh, how did you find the standards sort of going from from that level of like pro- probably technical ability into Barnsley? Was it was it adjustable, uh, easy yeah, enough? Yeah, I felt, I felt like it was easier, if I'm being honest. Um, you play in the championship and you obviously it's a second no one below the prem in it. So um I felt like it was easier, got more time on the ball. Um I had a bit of a nightmare on my first game. I got sent off, I think, against Wigan. Right. Um so oh, we, on uh, your debut? On my debut, yeah. Oh no. Only came I think <laughs> it came on like seventieth minute and got sent off like the seventieth third minute. What did you rattle someone or I, something? Yeah, or? I smashed that grand halt and was just 
Als je gewoon picht hebt gespast, dan zie je het Hallo, is in Zuid-Duitsland nou, niet? Zuid-Duitsland, is hij, ja. Ja. Die, uh, die niet zeker lijkt al precies. Nou, we zullen hem na. Hij probeert naar de vuur om het aan te krap. Meer nog laten we zo slecht krap om met hem zo. Dus hebben we ook gekomen. De fans was dat al. Ah, het is koud. Hebben ze ook niet al zien met het? Die zet me af. Ja, die is afgezet. Zo, dat is nog de beste. Zo, wat suspended, straight away. Ja, ja. Straight red. Fans en dat. Ja, ik denk die fans meer weer. Maar je denkt, ik heb die macht erbij om hier een kwaad te horen. Nou, maar. Zo so obviously after a bit of a, a turbulent start and um, you say you, you, you felt sound at the level. What was your uh, what was your outlook on, on the move then? Correct decision? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love the club, boss club, fans yeah. were boss. Um, again, he looked after me. Highly respected at the club. Um, Did you ever see that Darren Goffey supports them, don't you? The, the cricketer. Darren Goffey was like big on Barnsley, I think. Does he, yeah? Yeah, I think he's right. I'm not into cricket, I wouldn't have a clue, mate. I don't even know who he is. He's probably like Gabe Muller. He, he, yeah. he probably walked in the fucking sauna with you there. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't know who he was either. But, uh, yeah, so you, you felt sound. Yeah, yeah. Fly, flying. Uh, what was the uh, what was the, the fan sort of reaction to you after you'd, uh, you'd, you'd up and down start with red cards and that? The fans were all right, to be fair. Some more the management struggled to get him back in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, don't even think it was in the squad. Even when I was available to be back in. And then a few weeks on the bench and that. So I think MK came in for me, funny enough. Um, Robbo. Yeah, was he still there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he, want, he got me on loan. and th- I think I, w- I went for a month, done well. He wanted to extend it. And then Barnes, he wanted me back because a new manager came. Right. Danny Wilson. Oh, Danny um, Wilson, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Man, a few years ago. I think. Did he, yeah. Can't remember. I think he took Barnsley to the Prem, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was you like him? All right, boss. Yeah, yeah. good manager. Love me. Yeah, just give me loads of confidence. Playing every game. One young player of the year, and everything was in. I think I got a goal of the month, championship team of the month, doing well. Um, yeah, I had a good good end of the year with them, and then obviously like performances, new managers come in. Um, can't remember the last manager. I think he's at um, Sunderland now. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I've lost, I've lost touch with the Sunderland manager now, but he just didn't like me. And when you get that, you sort of, you know, did he just make it? Did he battle. make it clear to you straight from the start? Like, look, you know, you're not, you're not in my plans. No, I'm, not really. No, he, he, he sort of come in and said, "I'm just taking a fresh look on everyone and all that." He said, "But you need to be fit." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sound like a fit," but I, I had no interest in doing it. I was like. Again, my discipline was shocking because I just relied on my ability alone. I knew I was better than most players on the team, yeah. just doing what I wanted to do. And the lads would come in, they'd be eating nuts for the breakfast and protein shakes and everything. I'd be like doing what I wanted to do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just living do, that life. Do you think, obviously, looking back at footy now, is that what you'd have done different? Would that, would that have been the, the, the change in, in your outlook on the game? Yeah, just being more disciplined and staying fit. And not relying on like your ability, because I know lads who who sort of win as good, who who just work harder and and they've they've done more than me in football. Um, so I think if it was to go back, it definitely just to be take more things on, but being told off the coaches and stuff, but just be disciplined. Yeah. So yeah. then you, you end up. Did you go to MK Dons permanently? Yeah. After yeah, left yeah, Barnsley, yeah. they they gave me a two year contract. So did your contract run out at Barnsley? No, no. I, I had a year left. Um, I had a three-year contract with them, and, signed, and they, they we terminated it after two. Yeah, so then they let you go to them, K Dons, and yeah. So was he still there then? Robbo still there in charge? Yeah, yeah, he brought me in. Um, 
went to meet him in uh, Walton, and he was just keen to get me in and was like, yeah, Sam, you bring it in. And I still didn't know whether it was going to happen. And then went down, done a medical, and they were, they were going on about my knee then, saying uh, his knee's a bit tingy. So tell Elias signed a one-year contract because he was meant to sign two, and then because of my knee, they gave me a one-year deal. Yeah. Um, done pre-season with them, and my knee went. Nightmare. Um, it was out for like seven months. That's a disaster. That what's it like? Got when you when you you do these medicals and you come out and go right, you've got a problem. Are you, are you just sitting there thinking, oh no, just are you, no. Are you thinking I'll take reduced terms or I'll take a reduced length in contract just to get the, to get it to get it over the line? Yeah, no, because every every medical I go into, I think I want to fail anyway. I could have retired when I was eighteen. Yeah, even being honest, but. I sure to go on something and I'm gonna fail this anyway. So if I pass it, it's just a bonus for me. It's a bonus. So obviously they knocked it down to, to a year. You just said then you done your name. What was it? What was the actual injury? Just patella tendonitis. It was, but he, he was saying to, went to see a specialist in London, and he said, "Yeah, you'll be signed after six weeks, uh, max six weeks to all this and all that, not on." And then three months goes by, six months goes by, and in the end he said, "Look, we're gonna to have to, you know, pay you off basically." Yeah. Um. You just you just underpaid it all not doing that and we don't think you're gonna be fit come the end of the season. Uh, and then that was that. So that's the end of your, your contract there. So what what are you thinking to yourself there at the end of that? Just just to try and get it right, just get get my body right, my knee, um try and get fit try and get fit again, um, get more clubs interested. But there wasn't many, to be honest, because obviously the again gap, the gap in forty. Yeah, Barnsley was sort of come to a bit of a dead end MK for the year not playing. I think I played one game for them, like the FA Cup or something like that. Um, and then was again was out for like a year and a half, two years, I think, after then. It was just like, ah, I'm just swerving it. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad how you can just sort of like give and take. Like, I can, I can play or, you know, you, you can just sort of say, take it or leave it with footy. It's, yeah. it's, it's mad how it can put you in that place where you think, oh, I can't be, but I can't be arsed with this. No, put myself through it. Yeah. So what in that in that time period? Then what what were you doing for like for money? And I know you said you got paid out. You you the rest of your contract. But what are you thinking long term? There, I'm gonna have to go and work. Long term, long term went too bad because I had a bit of money saved up and everything. Yeah. I was just thinking something's going to come up. Something's going to come up, and then you could start thinking, Ooh, is something going to come up here? Um. So I went to Southport, and that was their chairman sort of looked after me. Was. So and like all my gym memberships, like getting personal trainers to train me, um, come in pre season, see what you like with us, look after you. When a nerves, little niggles again, my knee, my ankle, ligaments in my ankle. Um, and in the end, he said, We'll offer you this. I went, Well, you said you're going to offer me that. I'm not signing for that. In the end, I left. Spoke to Wigan, spoke to the Paul Cook, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Cookie, yeah. He said, We'll have you in, but just don't, with, with the pre season away and all that. When we come back, come in, he had nothing off him. Um, so again, I was just sort of trying to keep taking over. Um, They're all on like pair strings, aren't they? Like tight budgets and the yeah. the sound of wheel and deal. I know it's, it sounds audible saying it. Harry Redknapp used to flip the when people say you're a wheel and deal, but that's what it's like in, in at at that level, isn't it? Trying to get it, you know, if I can get him out the door, it's all reliance on someone moving. Yeah, before you can get someone in to free that bit of budget up, innit? it? Yeah, it is. It's madness with the with the money and that. Lads will, lads will jump shit for the score, do you know what I mean? It's mad, footy's mad. Yeah. Nowadays, but, yeah, I was just out of footy for a while again then. Lost, the, just thought, be asked. Like, it's, it's, for, for your mental, mentally, it was, it was hitting me. And yeah. then I had the personal issues with family and stuff and I just thought, I'd, I don't need, I don't need to be stressing about who's going to be coming in for me. And Yeah. What was the, 
the potential of getting help there? Did you ever like seek a bit, a bit, you know, mental health issues, or wasn't it? Were you just one of them who, who sort of said, right, I'll just if I step away from it, I'll be sound. Instead of you know maybe addressing it early on or whatever, was that an option for you? Or no, for me, I just dealt with it on my own. Just sort of everyone's you're all right, yeah, get them sound. But then you, you sort of think you're gonna play footy all your life, and then you'll have you'll have setbacks and nothing's just straightforward. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, I just dealt with that, like with my family and stuff, and people pe- people coming to me going, you, you know, you've got all this talent, you, you're a waste, and all mad weirdos messaging it on Twitter saying you don't all the same it, stuff. It's, it's like something you just don't want it here as you well. Don't, you don't need it. Like they don't know what like what goes on behind closed doors, and there's more to life than footy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there is. Yeah, and I'm basically making sure that you're all right is is first and foremost should be should be the uh, the priority. Yeah. So basically, uh, you've stepped away from footy. Are you thinking that's that's me in a pro game, that that's me done, or or are you thinking, you know what, you never know, I might I might get back there if I go and play here or if I go and play with the lads here or whatever. I always had the hope, um, but then the condition I got into it, I put loads of weight on, couldn't run. I'd run outside for ten minutes and feel like I was going to die. Um, <laughs> I was in I was in bad a bad condition. Um, yeah, I had the hope and I, I knew I could do it if I sorted my head out, but I just couldn't seem to sort my head out. Yeah. And then the time passes by and you sort of get forgot about, and no one's sort of talking about your own thing. And he's a free agent; we can get him in for nothing. And people are going, "Why haven't they brought you in? Why haven't like local teams like Wigan and Fleetwood and Ach, yeah, Blackpool yeah, yeah. and you know yeah. what I mean? Why haven't Sammy took you back? You get all that, and it's just like it's just not as straightforward as why like why haven't yeah. Sammy Re- took you back? Re- regimes change, don't they? Yeah, you know, different managers have gone there and they've they've left there and stuff. It's not the same. You can't, you know. You're not, you know, it's not like you're calling in favours, it's a career, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's someone, and, and whoever that gaffer is, their reputation's on the line, and if they think they're taking a, a, a big gamble, then they're not going to put their, their, their heads on the, above the parapet yeah. and, and take the shots when they when they've, they might have a safe bet there, someone who's obviously in condition or, or whatever. You hear about it, don't you? You heard Jose Baxter the other week speaking about it, saying, luckily for him, he went back into Everton because he had a decent relationship with the chairman who said, right, come and train with us. So we basically could go in and train and, and and get the the professional training behind them. Whereas you're saying I'm running around the park thinking like what what's go, what's what's going to happen here? Yeah. So so what about the semi pro game then? And did you basically miss footy that much that you wanted to just get back in, if you toe back in and, and play? Not not really. No, I was I was sort of content with it. I was like, yeah, I'm out now. That's me done. Uh, and then Run Corn got onto me. Yeah. So I come down. You know, we'd give it like pocket change, you know what I mean? It wasn't wasn't on come down and say so I went down. But I got a big I think BT or Sky or someone came down and made a big thing out of it. It was on Sky Sky News and everything, like yeah, yeah. back back into the game, back playing and all that and enjoyed it. All the lads were signed and then got back. Sure it was on like talk sport and that way, and it didn't yeah. like think like yeah, I'm sure they were talking about it, stuff like that. Yeah, so time. just got back into it like that and then ever since then stuck thought I'm gonna get myself fit here and start going again. And my knee was signed and then was doing all right. Yeah, so who was in charge of Uncorn at the time? Chris Herbert, his name was. Yeah. yeah, he was all right, he was signed to be fair. And then he got the sack, and one of the lads um, took over Macha. Um, yeah, he was signed, Macha was signed, just one of the lads. You know, so you want to play for them, you know what it's like when you play with the lads, you, you, yeah, you want to go that yeah. extra mile, don't you, for them? So it was good. Did you feel like back in the changes and all that, that you'd missed that, that side of the game, you know, travelling with the lads on coaches, having a bit of a laugh? And, is that sort of like perk you up 
in like your personal life as well, you know what I mean? Getting back in with the lads. Yeah, because you, you need that bit of escape, you know what I mean? I've got four kids, so on the weekends you sort of get away from the kids and playing with the lads. But like as you said, like the you know, the banter and the changes and the smell of the I know that sounds bad, but like this you yeah. know, the smell of the changes the and, just, and the oil and, yeah, the, and yeah, the mud. The, the tunes on getting ready to go out, a bit nervous and that. So you sort of miss all that and you're like just glad to be back. What was it like, sort of playing at that level? Your, your semi pros, your counties, and and or whatever. What? How did you find the uh, the the style and and the uh, speed of the footy? It, it, that's a bit of a mad one. I don't think you get a minute on the ball with it. Like the, the higher level I've played, the easier I find it. Yeah, well, yeah. I've said this to the, to the few of the lads. Like to say, well, I was like playing like championship, and then I'm like easing playing this level. You get more time on the ball. You're playing with a lot better players, obviously. So. You're playing with better players, it's easy for you as well. Yeah. Um, but you, obviously you're playing against better players as well. Um, but the sta- the standard's good, especially the Sunday. The Sundays are good, very yeah. good. So how did you get sort of enticed into the uh, the, the Sunday footy? Uh, one of the lads, my mate, who was at uh, Connor, Connor Roberts, um, he plays for the Mayfair, yeah. and he was messaging me saying, do fancy Because he, he must have seen me getting back into the corner, and thought he's having to go here. So I was like, yeah, yeah, sound. But I didn't know the Molly played in the same league because I didn't have a clue about no none of the yeah, Sunday yeah, footy. Yeah, match your game at the um, time. So I was about to sign for the Mayfair and then my mate Budgie rang me on a sign for the Mayfair. Oh, yeah, he's like, what are you doing? Go sign for all your mates off, Kenny. Kicking off. So yeah, just said, listen, all my mates are off, Kenny. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to go and sign for the Molly. Yeah, so was Boydie in charge at the time? Yeah, Boydie was in charge, yeah. He come and met me. Finish work and he come down with a buying top and all that. <laughs> I put like a Sky Sports news thing under it, like new sign and all that. So, boy, these boss though, like, definitely puts into the Sunday footage. You know what I mean? He loves it. Yeah, lovely fella, mate. Lovely fella. And it, what, done a great job there as well. Yeah, he's well respected by all the lads. And when they go out there, they play for him. Yeah. So, you know what, I mean? what was it like playing with the lads and obviously playing a good standard of Sunday footy? Because they proper play footy, the Molly, don't they? Yeah, well, the first season I signed, I think it was. 2018 I think it might have been I think yeah. they won, we won it that year first game was against uh, Mel and Vicks and I was shocked like I was getting popped everywhere like the lads were fit and loads of technically good players and you, you wouldn't look there and go do one bad player on the pitch Yeah. so I was yeah. surprised to be honest and I was like oh, hell, I might need to sort my head out here to get in this obviously that's, that's the first time you've done that since you were probably 8 or 9 yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just playing at, at not academy or club level or like sort of semi-pro level the first time you're just playing amateur footy, and and you think, oh, this is this is all right, this. Yeah, you know what I mean, so a few lads. Are, obviously, Mel and Vic had a few lads who who won the Vars with Bersco back in the day, and 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 stuff like that. He would have like the highest of sort of semi-pro, sort of non-league, non-league footy. So they've all they all had like stellar careers basically around the semi-pro ranks. It and and the Sunday is just a collection of. The top semi-pro lads in the area, anyway, playing for the, the various different teams. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, people always say like like what do you think the standard is from like Sundays to like what we play now, and I say not. And there's, there's no difference. Like maybe fitness wise and lads being a bit more professional, but like most of the the, the, the teams in the Sunday are probably you know, be be teams and like you know what do we play Northwest counties or yeah, whatever. They're, yeah. they're probably well better. You know what I mean? I think personally, anyway, because all the lads are just a mixture, as you just said, like the mixture from like. You've got like the lads playing for Lower Brecon, you know, Bootle and all that. They're playing, they're still all playing on a Sunday, aren't they? But yeah, yeah. you're just playing with your mates. Oh, it's boss mates. So, what, what about your uh, first delves into like the National Cup and things like that and realising what the amateur sort of 
game means to these these local teams. Were you, were you on board or are on board with it? At the, like, at the start, I didn't have a clue what was going on. All the lads were buzzing in the group chat, like, you know what I mean? Like, these games and, you know, like your big games against the Campy and the Mayfair and all that, Ooster. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, I've got a clue what they're talking about. <laughs> Who are these? You know what I mean? And then you, you see when you, you turn up and he's 200, 200 lads standing on the line, like, all fat, like, you know what I mean? It's shocker, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. Um, isn't it? And then you go to the Ooster, there's nowhere to get changed. And like, yeah, it's like, mad. What's going on here? Yeah. But it is, it's a, you know, it's, it's a good standard. I, I, I love Sunday footy, me, so yeah. it is, it's good. I, and you said, you're playing with all your mates, you've got to work with all your life. Yeah, so winning with the lads, was was that obviously not not equal to your pro career, but it's just the same feeling, isn't it, of, of getting the, the win and, you know, celebrating with, with the boys. Yeah, because, the, like, the like, lads I play with, the likes of, like, Jamie Mack, he plays, um, he's been one of my good mates since we were kids, first started, played for his dad's team and everything. I left and didn't play with him since I was eight. Never thought to get to play with them again, do you know what I mean? And then we're playing for the Molly together, like 20, 28, 29. Yeah, so it's a bit of a mad one. Bosh, mate. So, um, how did the shorter semi pro footy go from there then? So, after going back, going to Runcorn for the first time, um, I remember it, it was all in the papers that you'd gone to press that and hadn't you? Or you'd signed there, yeah. but then it all went COVID all struck and all that, didn't it? And, and obviously, uh, Lawless was, was then. The gaffer, then next minute he's not the gaffer, then next minute he's on his holidays, and then what's like going through your head there? I'll have a little go with that Welsh league, you know, a little, a little, you know, a last hurrah sort of, although it's classed as sort of semi pro. You get in that top Welsh division, you're in a few quid, can't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I think I didn't know Lawless to be honest. Um, when he rang me, I was saying, bringing a few lads down there, and he's on the phone with him for about half an hour. I thought, yeah, I'll go and play for him. Went to train and all that with him. Spoke to a few lads who like he's signed. And then obviously COVID it and two, two other circumstances. And I went back to Runcorn then. But it went, for me, it was just a bit of a change, you know what I mean? To get get out of the way again and see what it was like in Wales. Yeah. Um, but as I said, then play a game for them. Train once with them and then COVID it. Yeah, I don't think hardly any of the lads end up playing. Did they? Yeah. And I think a few of them are over there now. But playing now, I've, it's another different start up in it with like a condensed season again. They still haven't got over the... Uh, the COVID thing. So, so back to Runcorn. Um, are you just at this time? You just enjoying your footy again? Yeah, I went. I went. I'm not thinking too too far ahead, but then I'm just thinking I'm playing on a Saturday, playing Sundays, um, doing all right. Not, I'm, I'm not thinking about is I'm getting people coming out such and such coming to watch it, and they're looking at you. They can play a few leagues higher if you just. I'm just like no, just just leave me. I'm just playing footy. Yeah, I'm happy. I will have a drink on on a weekend, and I'm not like running. Monday to Friday, training every day I went doing on a that. I was just like playing footy on a weekend, yeah. working. Um so that's where I was at with that. I went I went thinking I'm gonna go pro again. That that for me was sort of gone then. Because I knew what my body was like. My knees won't I couldn't train every single day because I'll break down. Yeah, I struggle now playing Saturday and Sunday. Even when I'm playing on a Sunday, I'm, i feel like I'm limping about like playing. Yeah, yeah. Stiff. I'm stiff, yeah, and I just sort of like, you know, Struggling a little bit, um, so I couldn't I couldn't go full time footy. There's no chance I could do that. So how, how did the uh, move to Prescott come about then? I was at Ramsbottom, signed for Ramsbottom. Um, I think I only played about four games for them, and then um, my mate Steve come on the coaching on on the coaching side of it with uh, Prescott and rang me and just said, "Would you fancy you? We put seven days in for you." So I just said, "Yeah." Uh, well, it went, it went a straight forward sack because, like, the Rams, but a manager, Lee, I don't know, I can't pronounce his second name. Donoughy. Yeah, that's him, Donoughy, yeah. Donoughy, yeah. Donge, Charlie. Yeah, yeah he's signed. Yeah. And 
they put the thing they put seven days in on a Tuesday and by Friday still hadn't decided and he's ringing me going, What do you want to do? Because I need to pick the team tomorrow. Like, I don't know because I like I like you and I, I wanna play for you and he's going, But he's your mate and I know that you sort of don't wanna I don't want your ear off half arse, you know what I mean? Because yeah, you yeah. wanna be there. So when he ended I said, Yeah, you know, I'll go to Prescott. Yeah, yeah. He went to my school, like, Did he? Yeah. A couple of years older than me. Yeah, he's had a good good uh, Managerial career, yeah. With, uh, oh, yes, yeah, he's, he's a good that, manager to be fair. Yeah, part of that, yeah. Oh, good on him. So, uh, what's it like at Prescott now? Prescott's good. We came in. It was a bit, bit up in the air to be honest with, like the, with a few players and that were there. All good lads, but I don't think the squad was good enough. And then new managers come and brought a few players in, got rid of a few, and we're looking all right. Played, um, played Marine not last week the weekend before. Got beat one 0 but. It, it was a close game. They weren't much between the two sides. To yeah. be fair, that's the thing with the the, the, the non league in the shade. There's loads of derbies, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. You go, you're going. You're playing Marine. You're playing the Brech or whatever. You're playing Bootle, Remy. There's games just all over the place, isn't there? Where yeah. you can play them in the cups and the leagues and all that. There's all kinds of yeah. There. There's loads of derbies. Yeah, we got Bootle on the weekend. So that'll be a good one. Um, beat Kids Grove last weekend. Um, so we're looking all right. To be fair, we've got a good side. Um, good atmosphere around the place. Yeah, um, good fan base. We had a thousand against Marine, getting like five hundred every week there on yeah. game. So the it is it's good. Non league attendance going up, isn't it? Because yeah. people are pissed off that much with the professional game, the, the cost of it and all that. That they, they want to get out and watch the uh, the local lads yeah. and, and support them and feel like they're sort of part or something rather than just getting dragged along by these uh, professional clubs. Well, I'm all for that as well. So what about the uh, coaching then, Zayla? When did you? When did was that something? You thought about early doors when you uh, when you did have your injuries and stuff, or it's just something you've always thought I'll do that after I pack in. Yeah, and I've never thought about doing it to be honest. Um, I've always thought what I'm going to do after after my playing career ends. Um, and the lad used to play for Liverpool, which got his own co- uh, coaching company in Wales. Yeah. So I went over there and was doing bits on a Sunday with him for a couple of weeks, and like the kids were warm to me, and I was good with it. I never thought I'd do that to be honest, and yeah. then. Couple of weeks into it, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go on my own here because I can give a lot to the kids, um, especially what I've been through playing from such a young age and mistakes I've made in the past, and yeah. So to so I just decided to go to go on my own and uh, give it a go. That was about eight months ago, and I'm doing well with it. Yeah, boss, me to see on your uh, social media stuff and all that, and 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 don't get me wrong, it, it it's a slog, isn't it? It look it look obviously very enjoyable, and yeah. and you're doing what you know and what and what you you've been best at all your life, but it, it like. People think, don't they, that it's just, you know, oh, I was dead easy. And, oh, look how many kids he's got there. He's killing it. It's our graft, isn't it? I can see from from being around the fellas that I, I, I'm in and around in the kids' footy now. Yeah. It's not an easy uh, not an easy task to put together, is it? No, it, it's a lot of hard work goes into it, planning sessions and specific things for different kids. I just don't say anything and go, you're, you're all doing the same stuff. I, I change it for every different kid and different levels and different... Um, different abilities and stuff but as I said it's one of the most rewarding jobs well it is the most rewarding job I've had um, seeing kids who are struggling that are enjoying it they've got loads of confidence and because yeah, you're putting the time and effort yeah, into watching them watching them improve yeah yeah there's not as I said there's not a more um, rewarding than seeing kids who smile and playing footy because I think this city's massive for it and loads of kids feel like they're under pressure sometimes you know with that, the amount of kids that are playing and the, the, the talent that's there yeah. not everyone's got to be unbelievable you know you know, just go and enjoy playing, and then see see where that takes you. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm right behind that, mate. And obviously, um, you don't look like you need any help, but obviously we'll plug the uh, we'll plug that for you, mate. The coaching stuff and that, yeah. and then 
eventually you'll probably end up you'll end up employing all kinds to, to work for you. What about like academy and club stuff? Any uh, any aspirations to go sort of down that route? You know, in into clubs and coaching at a club level. So, for instance, you'd be in charge of the under twelves or whatever, and anything like that. Or would you rather just concentrate on this type of coaching that you're doing now? I think at the minute I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Um, I'm still learning myself as well, so got a couple of things that I want to do before I do go into that. But in the next couple of years, I think I will do. I will go into something like that. But just learning now and enjoying what I'm doing. I don't want to. I don't want to rush anything and jump into yeah. something too soon. So yeah, I'm eight months into it now, so I'm gonna give it a couple of years and see. So we got on. Yeah, boss mate, best of luck with that going forwards, mate. I'll Thanks, always uh, keep an eye out for you. Right, shall we have a bash at trying to build a perfect footballer, mate? Yeah, let's have a go, yeah. Yeah, and you can't just say I and Robin for every every one. <laughs> the only one he wouldn't win is, is right foot, probably, although that was yeah, probably yeah. probably better than most. Right, so we always start with left pegs, mate. Left pe- that was one of the hardest ones for me, that to be honest, con- you know, considering the players that I played with. Um he was two Kreza and uh, David Alabar, he was a his left foot was was a wand, but I think I'd have to go with Kreza. Yeah, um, local lad. Um, so how long were you at Tramia together? Because he's a, is he is he older than you? He's a couple of years older, Kreza. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he's like two or three years older. He went to the, did he go to Ipswich? Ipswich, yeah. yeah. So round about the same time, did they sell you both? Yeah, it was. The, I think it was the same season. Yeah, so they got a, a bit of dough in. Yeah, it's mad that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's he's went on and kicked on through the leagues, and he had had it. Like he's flying at the minute. Unbelievable, absolutely career, yeah. flying. I can't believe, like, I can't believe other teams, you know, never took a gamble on him from Ipswich. To be honest, yeah. I think it was he in like the Championship team of the year. I think yeah. at Ipswich, weren't he? Like yeah. the amount of assists he got and everything, like unbelievable. Yeah. But he's a proper player, though, isn't he? So what's his left peg like? Just is it as he as he got every type of trick in the book? Yeah, he. You'd see after training, you'd finish. He you'd see him with twenty balls, just whipping balls down the line, and you'd do that every session. You'd see him doing it. Yeah. As as a winger playing with them, I'll get me head down and be gone and know it's just gonna land in front of me. That's the type of player you were playing yeah, just with. Just drop it right on you, yeah. yeah. Brilliant mate. So what about right foot? Uh, right foot I'm gonna go with Darren Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Is that MK with him? Um he's another one. As soon as you pull out the balls there at your feet. No messing about with it. Just does the basics right. Great right foot on him. Yeah, yeah. Well Alex Lipil, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Played play for the first team and that. Yeah, brilliant. So um was he that type of was it like technical play with him like technically position? was unbelievable yeah he was unbelievable technically but just his passing and his movements off the ball I think he's a player that sort of goes unnoticed a little bit till you play with him and yeah. you realise how good he is in training yeah. as well like he, he is some player Potter boss right touch touch um, I'd say there's a lad Jacob Mellis he was at Barnsley with me he, was at, yeah. he used to play for Chelsea don't know where he's playing now he was a player. I've heard of him though, yeah. Yeah, some player him. Um and he's another one you think like, why was he playing at that level? Because not that sounds bad saying that level playing championship, but like he was just a joke. Like everything about his game was like the only thing he lacked really was pace. Yeah. But his touch was a joke. Yeah. You, you get them, don't you? These yeah. these fellas who just well, you're just like, Wow, how how's he here? And you're not being disrespectful, you just you just have to take a little second look and go, is he playing here without going somewhere else? I think that was I think that was one with him. I think he was a bit similar to me. He, he, his body didn't look the best. He looked, you know, he, he didn't really sort of look after himself, but he went like a top pro, like where he'd, you know, do loads of training yeah, and stuff. It's sort of like he'd just turn up and yeah. knew he was that good, so he'd just get by with it. What about skill? 
Um, skill, I'd have to say Paddy McCourt. Yeah, loads of everyone says Oh, what a player he is, honestly. He, <laughs> everyone who's ever played with him says it. Uh, he looked like he just got out of bed and just walked into training. And he, like, he just he just bounced through like eight players. Like, you just couldn't get the ball off. It weren't even like stepovers or just the way he moved the ball, the change of direction. Was just, and he weren't pacey either as well. But like, everything about him, he, he's probably one of the best players I've ever played. Yeah. Him, so being where, honest. Where, where was he when, when you were? Where was he at? Barnsley. Barnsley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What the... He came in like mid season, I think it was like he's only there for, for about six months. But again, you, you look at him and think like I'd never even heard of him to be honest before he turned up and I was looking at him thinking who's this? This is a trialist or something and he just, just does what he does on yeah. the training pitch. So, a few lads who've been on and played with him at, at Rochdale, uh, Leighton said, Oh he's Did he, unbelievable. Yeah. Lee McEverly played with him and just said Honestly, yeah, I've never seen, and he said he, he loved a little night out as well. He was proper funny. Yeah, as he well. loves it. Yeah, Lee McEverly brought him up to Liverpool, got him smashed, and that. Did he? Yeah, yeah, boss. Said he was on for a while for the. Yeah, it's not what what a player him. Uh, heading ability. Heading, I'd say Van Buiten. Um Mate, he was a monster in money. He went on the radar, him didn't he? Yeah. Remember, I remember him at City. Never seen him lose at Edda. Yeah, he was at City, weren't he? Daniel Van Buiten. Yeah. Was his name on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he's just big, physical. You know, we wouldn't lose much. Yeah. So, how um, old was he compared to you at the time? He must have been. I reckon he was about six or seven years old. That he, he was, yeah. he was coming to his end really. Yeah. So he played a lot of games with the second team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he was just a presence to having a team. Him. Yeah, monster. But he was slow. He was like quite slow. Do you know what I mean? But like, just the, his positional sense and everything was, you know. I think he's buying. I always have one of them, don't he? If you know what I mean. Yeah. They had like uh, Van Buiten, they had that member that Demichelis who went to City yeah, as well, yeah. Demichelis, however you say his name is the Argy. And yeah. then they had like the, the lad who's in there now who plays all the time, the big centre half, the big unit. German. Who can't really run, but, he, but they have him in there. I forget yeah. his name. Plays against Liverpool and that as well. And they have like the odd ones of them, don't they? You know, yeah, just yeah. the big stop and like the big grock stoppers who win yeah. all the heads, isn't that? And then they have a footballer next to them, like Lam or Alibert or, or whatever. So was it just like one of them? Up in the air, you just go, not, not even jumping. Yeah, yeah you, you just win everything. You, you knew he was going to win everything. So, but as a player, like I don't, I would sit there and go like, oh, but like, he stands out here. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just think he's not going to win it either. He's not going to lose it either. Yeah, it's pointless. It's pointless going with him. Yeah. What about speed? Um, <laughs> I put myself down for that. It's so, nice um, I'd say me, me or Ribery. But as I said, like every club I've been at, like speed test, I've always topped. I've always topped yeah. it. When I was a kid, I was rapid. Um, lost it now, like, but my legs are gone now. But Ribbery was quick, very quick. Well, what was he like as a fella? Him just like, like, just like, because everyone says he's like nuts, don't yeah, he? Like, he's, he's, like a, he's a mad one. He's just like, just in his own little world. You, you just see some of the stuff he's doing, and you think, and just laugh at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd have like a, a hill. He must have put a hill there at the ground, like, with and a, just a big massive thingy, and you'd see him just pelting up that after saying and that. Obviously working on his speed, um, but he was quick, very quick. Was he lightning? What about strength? Um, Mark Kelly. Yeah? Yeah, plays with the Molly. Um, he's a tank. You want to see the size of him? <laughs> just, uh, yeah, he, he's he's a strong fella, to be fair. One of them, just arm out, you're not, you're not, yeah, getting, you're not getting the ball off him, no. He's, a, he's strong, gets about as well. Yeah. Um, good lad, Mark. Boss mate. Uh, fittest? Um. Fittest, 
but you haven't put yourself in that one, have you? No, we haven't put myself in that fittest player. You know, I'm going to keep it a bit local. I'm going to say Jamie Mach. Yeah. Yeah, he can run. Like, he can run for days. And he's got that build. He's quite skinny, but, he, you know, he gets about. He's quite quick as well. Yeah. Um. So I'll say Jamie Mach, yeah. Proper bleep tester. Yeah. <laughs> um, keepers? Um. Th- you'd, you'd have to go with the obvious, no, yeah. Um. He's, it's heavy just even saying that you played with no yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just having a few shots at him knowing that you're not gonna score. Do you know what I mean? But he not not only that, like the way he plays, he's better than most of the players with the sweet. Yeah. That that's how good he was. I can remember when he first came in, no yeah, and he was saying like he was having a hard time at buying. I remember them saying, Oh, he's a, you know, he's not as good as they thought he was and then he's just gone boom, boom, boom up the yeah. levels. He's like top notch, been been top notch for years, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's unbelievable. What was it like trying to, you know, trying to Bang them in past them in, in like training or shooties or whatever. Was it just like, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd be made up to score one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you'd be like, you're on the phone to your mad to score past me. <laughs> then, but uh, no, he was some player and he's a unit, just look massive. Yeah. Um, but yeah. like, even possession, like, you get involved with possession, you know, like when they're playing, you don't really see many keepers doing it. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he keeps the, the ball well, to be in fair. the bonus. Yeah. Or whatever they call, what are they called? Rondon. Rondon, that's it, yeah. Um, Funniest with the madmen. Funniest, I'm gonna keep it with the Molly again. I'm gonna say Santa. Yeah. He's the funny little <laughs> character. There's some of the stuff he comes out with. Just, I just sit there and laugh at him. Even when he's just talking normal, I'm just laughing at him. <laughs> he's he's got, a funny character. He's just got one of them personalities. He's just always just, on the wand. Yeah, you don't know if the serious or not. Yeah. He's just yeah. constantly winding everyone up. Yeah, boss and a boss player as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it's good lad to have around the lads. He just always wants the best with the team as well. Yeah, brilliant. Leadership. Uh, leadership, law, yeah, yeah, perfect. Even like when I first came in, like he'd come get you, take it over, make sure you're all right, you know, things like that. Like some players wouldn't do that, and as a young kid, yeah. that that just goes to show a lot. Obviously, captain a, a Bayern captain of Germany, what a play leader, what a player. I mean, play anywhere, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, what a player. Um, attitude, attitude, um. I always say on that the ones who like sort of got the most out of themselves or you know the one that you could absolutely rely on no matter what that's a tough one for me because that that kid Hoiberg I was saying about he had a great attitude him yeah. um, just a young kid I think he came, is it from Denmark is he yeah, Danish, some, yeah, yeah. yeah I think he came over and he was about 16 and his attitude was just like learning a language he was speaking German within like a, a couple of weeks and it was just like show off innit yeah you know what I mean <laughs> Um, he was one of them, but his attitude was great um, for a young kid. Oh, so um, I'll say Hoiberg, yeah. Who was the dirtiest? Dirtiest Mark Kelly again. Yeah, yeah. Say, it can't be in Germany or anything. No, it's got no. to be from the mean streets of Liverpool. Yeah, it's got to be him. He just he loves it. Like his, his second touch as a tackle, he just smashes everyone every game. You know what I mean? <laughs> he loves it. Um, loves the tackle, Mark. What about the best goal? What's the best goal you've scored? And then you can say ones that you've seen or been involved in or team goals or, or whatever. What's, what's the best one you've put in that you can remember? I think, for me, my best goal was me, me first for Tramia. Yeah. I think um, I've sort of took it from the, from the right, swivelled and hit the top corner. People always going about the Plymouth one and all that, but that was, felt like it was a bit of luck. I was just going, kept going, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. by the goal. Um, best goal I've seen... Have to be Zidane's. See where he's at. Like, was he was he was he playing for Madrid? Where oh, he's the, 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 in the final, the, yeah, the execution yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, awesome goal. That. What about like team goals you've been involved in and anything like that? You know, where you've been on the pitch and gone, one of your mates has banged one and you can't what? 
No, I can't think. Just tell you what, though. I can't think of one. On, on these videos that get posted up, with the screamers every weekend there, yeah, especially yeah. on them Astros. Yeah, yeah. Touch is, it's out of your feet, bang. And yeah. you're, you're not worrying about anything. No, yeah, did, I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't think like yeah. one that I've been involved in. Or, yeah. What, what about, what was the hardest away anyway? In the pro game, where did you dislike going? And what about the amateur scene or semi-pro scene anyway, where you had no joy or didn't particularly... You know, didn't like it. It was horrible. Or yeah, as a pro, I had to go into to the Wolves. Was that Molyneux, was it? Yeah, yeah. Wolves. That was tough. Uh, and Brentford away was tough. Just a horrible place to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they were tough. Um, and Euster's always horrible to go in it. Yeah, Euster. No changes on the grass. Right on the right on the motorway. Yeah, yeah. Euster, I think. Uh, yeah, that you don't you never look forward to going there. Boss mate, boss. So last question, mate. Not how page. You've got to pick a uh, pick yourself a partner. Dale Jennings FC competing against all the other uh not how page uh, pairs that have been picked throughout the city. So who, who are you going for? I'll say Jamie Mack again. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, one of them horrible ratty players, just always Wanting to kill someone when he's playing, <laughs> uh, but he's got the quality as well. Yeah, scores some goals, works hard. Um, good player. Uh, he's always biting his tongue when he's running after someone. You know, one of them. Yeah, yeah. I want to uh, catch you in a minute. Yeah, yeah so uh, I'd have to say Jamie. Yeah. Also like that, mate. And um, what about if you had to pull a pro out? Who, who would you go with if you had to pick a pro out of there? If I was to pick a pro, uh, I'd say I'd say Lam again. Just as. All the players that I've ever played with being a pro, like he'd top it yeah. by a mile with everyone. He'd be unbelievable at the whole players, wouldn't he? Yeah, just just he can do everything. He can do everything. Do everything. Yeah, he's just a complete player. Yeah, no, boss, mate, boss. And Dale, thanks very much, mate, for your time. And you know, obviously you've uh, you've come straight from coaching, and and you're uh, you're a busy man, mate. And and I know you're saying like it's probably your first podcast, and and a bit nervous and all that, mate. But listen, that that was brilliant, and I'm sure there's a uh, there's plenty out there, mate. Who'd love to get you on and, and hear your story and and onwards and upwards, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate you getting me on and um, bit of a ropey start, we enough. But uh, we got sure. there. We let that out. Don't tell anyone. No, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just pull yourself up. I'm, there. I'm happy we got it done because uh, I couldn't put it off there any longer, could I? But no, I appreciate you getting me on and uh, taking the time to do it. Yeah, no, brilliant, mate. Thanks very much for your time, Sarah. Nice one.